plural family, sometimes I can't tell. You know, I've carried this burden our entire marriage. Everybody else had a tolerance for, for not being together. I felt like Atlas and the world's on my shoulder and I just shrugged it off. Nobody else picked it up. I've always worked hard for plural marriage. And just because we got here and I got a little bit cynical doesn't mean that I don't want plural marriage anymore. But what has Janelle done to help it? Janelle hasn't been living plural marriage. She's been living independence from a husband that's there when she wants him and has resources that she gets. It feels like it's easy for you to be at Robin's house and that you don't want to be anyone out anywhere else. But I was always at your house too. I was always at your yeah, house. No, I'm just, I guess I'm just- And I was always at Chris. Listen, we don't have, you know, yeah. you're going off of a recency bias with COVID. Well, then you need to stop referencing what happened during COVID too. I mean, I just see I'm, I'm getting close to the line now and he's starting to get agitated because the way I see things is very different than the way he sees things. This all came about because I felt like I wasn't being supported in what I was doing for the whole family. Does that make more sense? But, you know, I think we all had children at different stages and it was you couldn't you couldn't accommodate. Well, I, I feel the obligation a little deeper to the littlest ones because of the of their needs. I felt like that's all you saw were the little children and you stopped seeing your other children. Um, you became so hyper-focused on the needs of the little kids, you stopped seeing the other kids' lives, especially when they're younger. I think it's easy for him to forget that he should still nurture relationships with his adult children as well. Listen, I didn't overreact to what was going on with Gabe and Garrison, but I think I went to extreme on how I felt. And in the end, it should have been just like, we need to have a conversation, not that you guys owe me an apology. You know, and anybody who is adult making their own choices had to make their choices. They're free to do that, but I had to be able to protect the babies. I wish Solomon and Ariella had the same value to the whole family that they see other people. See, I think those kind of statements are dangerous, Cody, because you assume a lot there. I wish that everybody valued Saul and Ari the way that, like, so that I feel like there's a lot of assumption and judgment there. So that's the kind of place where we need a counselor. I mean, it doesn't matter as much now, but at the time I felt like I was being gaslit, manipulated, and lied to. Well, I think she's pointing her finger at, like, some kind of favoritism towards Solomon and Ariella, which is the same favoritism I always gave to any of the little kids, starting from Logan all the way through. When they're little, I give them a lot. When they're adults, I still give them a lot, but I don't feel like my obligation is the same to them. You know, okay, we're just going to go the rounds again here, I think. But you never validated my position. The and position you're not listening to me into either. This experience. See, I, anyway. I am listening to you, Janelle, because what you're trying to do is you're trying to lay it. No, I'm just. On an idea that I didn't want to be around you. And that's not true no, at all. I just asked you if you still want to live for our marriage, because I'm not sure. I'm not really inclined to stay in this relationship with Cody. I don't feel like I'm getting what I deserve from him. Listen, I'm pretty independent. I don't need a lot from him. But when it comes down to where he just all of a sudden doesn't want to be a father to my kids because they disagree with him, that sort of changes the cost-benefit equation for me in this marriage. 
I have always wanted to be a father to my children. It was my sole goal in life. If you're only concerned about how I am at your place, then you are a monogamist. So stop trying to act like I did something wrong for 20 years. You know what? It's true. I've been in a place where I don't feel like without being in plural marriage, we can be married. So it's like, okay, well, then we got to figure out plural monogamy because we're not living plural marriage. We don't want to be in one home. We don't have the function to do that. Plural monogamy. Maybe she's got what she needed and she's moving on. We need a redefinition. I still am not 100% sure we can save it. Really? No. You don't think it's just going to be No, because like... sometimes I'm really angry still. Like, I don't know. I I don't really have any kind of estate or anything. Like, I don't have anything in my name. I have the properties all mishmashed. Like, yeah, but you've got all that property is... I know, but I mean, I just don't... I don't really have... You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know. There's a lot to unpack. We have to pay off the property. Like he said, he moved heaven and earth to get this house for Robin. They they kept all their crap in U-Hauls for months. They lived in it as a short-term rental before they even bought it. I'm sitting here like, wow, I am stuck. I am stagnant. Do you know the same assets as me? Robin's house isn't an asset. It's a bank's asset. We have to house our children in that house for another 15 years. I'm not stopping us from doing that okay okay That's, i'm just I'm saying not. i don't really because like when you first left i thought crap i don't have anything i don't have anything in my name i don't have anything this sounds like it's about money for janelle it's like have i always just been a resource for you i'm completely vulnerable if i decide to cody i have nothing if i can't provide everything i i'm not of value Oh my hell, it's wild. It is wild to disconnect here. Which Neil and Christine kicked me out of their house and then they know my children in. I'm just struggling to survive all the heartbreak here while they sit here and play mean girls together. So Janelle's not in love with me. I think she thinks I'm hot. I got nice pecs and a great six pack abs, but that's all she's interested in. I'm like, whoa, buddy, you're m way missing the boat here. There's way more to a marriage than just physical attraction. And I feel like we're in big danger here. Would you ever want a full marriage with him again? Yes, but I think it's unrealistic. Janelle keeps telling me she doesn't enjoy our time together, but I don't want to break up. I think he just likes to string people along. He's exhausting. Mary, he talks about us all on the property still. There's no question, Robin. He's done with me. Please figure it out with us here. Be involved in that particular relationship. Do you know what I mean? I understand. What am I supposed to bottle up and not talk about it? No, I'm just saying, like, yes, I mean, I want you to talk about it. She's going to go. She's going to find somebody she's dating. and She's going to vomit all over about her divorce okay. or about her marriage. And I'm not trying to shut you down. I don't know how. Anyway. To talk about it might be just counterproductive, I guess. I just don't want to start this conversation up yet again for the umpteenth time in our conversation. Be a big boy and reconcile it and move on. <laughs>
Chris is with me. Chris actually insisted on being on this um, episode. So anyway, we're going to talk about it. It starts with Christine having McKelty, Tony, Aspen, Mitch over for a Valentine's Day night. They did like their own version of painting with a twist. She then proceeds to talk about how good their relationships are and how much she admires her, her kids, her daughters, in particular relationships with their husbands. Janelle, then it skips to Janelle. And Janelle says she is skipping Valentine's Day and doesn't want to do it with Cody at all. Mary said that she doesn't have a Valentine's Day. Then it cuts to Christine talking about how she used to feel so sorry for Cody on Valentine's Day. And she said now she doesn't feel sorry for him because he just has Robin. So he probably should be fine. Christine then stopped herself and said, oh, that was a snarky comment. I shouldn't have said that. She was like really throwing shade. She's really angry still at Cody because um, he cut the dick off in the relationship and pushed her out. She didn't want it. Nobody yeah. 50 wants to go back out in these Except streets. Cross it off. Yeah, and in the way they look, who? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Keep it. We're gonna keep They're going. Like dull battle axes. Oh my god! So Christine talks about not being ready for dating and how horrible intimacy with Cody was, and wants the opposite of Cody: bald head, tattoos, and has and has a sense of humor and romantic everything that Cody is not. She was really like smearing Cody's nose in because she knows he's gonna see this. And she um, also says how she, um, she's using a matchmaker and how she plans to find love. ChristianMingle.com. Well, she ended up finding her love on, uh, what's that joint called? Tinder, I think. So anyway, she um, said it took her a while to leave Cody and the church and how she wanted to leave. She wanted to leave with class. And I can say that she did leave with class. She didn't slander him. Well, she did slander him, but like, she did it more classy. Like she didn't, she wasn't as openly slandering him like she is now in these episodes. So um, moving on, it then cuts to Tony and McKelty talking about how Tony was sample because they were also eating ice cream and they were talking about how Tony was sampling different flavors of women and Christine called him a dick. She really doesn't like Tony. She can't stand McKelty's husband. And that's why Tony and McKelty gravitate towards Robin Cody's favorite wife because they she was the one of the first and only to accept him. The rest of the family shunned him. I think McKelty was like the black sheep in the family. Christine said that the biggest reason she left Cody was because she didn't want um, to be in a marriage and her kids know that she's with someone who is not attracted to her. And she didn't want her kids thinking that that was acceptable. She then talked about being nervous to date because she may suck at kissing. Because <laughs> she's only kissed one person. Yo, I thought you were going to say she sucks. Suck a dick. She, <laughs> yeah. she must suck at sucking dick because he didn't even want her sucking his dick. Like all, He didn't, he didn't all, want none of it. He said he wanted an unintimate relationship with her. That's what he said. Oh, she's probably all teeth and no tongue. Ooh, <laughs> scraper. Oh, my God. Mary then talked about, I'm sorry, Mary then talks to her friend Jen about the B&B. Mary shows um, Jen a pillow that one of the guests left her, which is a picture of Mary's now deceased mom and her. Mary then talked about her nervousness to tell Robin and Cody she's leaving. She's still wanting a, a marriage relationship with Cody, but thinks um, the move will make him think she's done. Mary, he doesn't even care. He he even said in one episode, and I know you saw it, why are you still here? <laughs> why are you still in Flagstaff? He doesn't want to be with you. And like you said, he don't, he won't give a flying fuck about you leaving. Only one that cares is Robin, and Robin doesn't want you to cut off your finances to her. So anyway, moving on. 
she then talked about how she met Jen and how Jen helped. Um, so how she met Jen was Jen had a pest control um, company in Vegas. I guess they must have had roaches and rodents and shit. And so she went and cleared out their houses and that's how they became friends. You were desperate for a friend. Like who becomes friends with their pest control person? That's how you, that's how you know. <laughs> he was desperate for a friend. So she said that Jen um, helped her through her her divorce and the um, catfish. It then cuts to a preview of Janelle meeting with Cody, and she admits that she hasn't missed him, and she didn't, um, and she didn't even get up to hug him in the preview, and she pretty much pushed he pretty much pushed her into hugging him. Cody kept smiling and saying how long it's been since he hasn't seen her. as if Janelle was supposed to be so happy to see him after how he just showed his ass and he no showed Savannah his daughter on Christmas. So I could see you no showing the sons because they were sort of disrespectful to him because like you're living in the quote unquote the, the parents' house as an adult and they set certain rules during COVID. Well, he did. You should respect them. But what happened was Janelle didn't respect them either. So she kind of set the dynamic and his point was that Janelle if you would have respected my rules they would have respected them which is true but it also would have caused a wedge between the kids because some of his rules were ridiculous he wanted them to wipe down every piece of mail that came into the house well Cole you gotta leave by example you just sitting there spouting out commands and shit like you a general you yeah. gotta leave by example. Come hands on with them kids. You sitting there, <laughs> and I and I believe that they were following the. She said that they were following the CDC guidelines, and Cody had extra rules he wanted them to follow. I think it was just a booby trap. If you don't follow these rules in its entirety, you won't see me. And he knew that those rules were ridiculous, and so he set them up to fail. And but, so that's what happened. So Savannah was following his rules, and he still cut her off. He went, he didn't see her. He didn't call her. He hadn't, he hadn't spoken to her according to this episode in like three, almost three months, two to three months. Cody's like a beta masking and raiding around as an alpha. Yeah. Like you're like a kid with, with all with, with your toys when your company come over. You can only play with this, but you got to play <laughs> with it this way. You can't play it that. And if you don't, he's taking his football and going home. Yeah, that's definitely what it is. So, Jen, so then it cuts to um the, the episode starts. And Janelle said that she had an appointment to see Cody. An appointment. This is a woman referring to her meeting with her husband as an appointment. <laughs> and says she hasn't missed him and is not pining for him. Um, He comes in and he says, are you going to hug me? And Looks Janelle's like just it. looking like... Like, look at Janelle's looking at him like, yo, sit the fuck down. So Cody said, um, it didn't go well the last time we talked. And then it cuts to Janelle saying, you think? It was ridiculous. He like screamed and yelled at that lady. And he said he's embarrassed and admits that he doesn't have, that he, he admits that she doesn't have a safe way to talk to him. It then flashes back to the argument and then Cody's, and then Cody's uh, confrontationally saying he's endured. I'm sorry. Cody in his confessional says he's endured two years of betrayal and said that the divorce is affecting him to Christine and admits um, grief is looking like anger. So he's saying he's he's grieving. No, you're not grieving the loss of Christine. You told the world you're not attracted to her. You don't want an intimate relationship with her. You just mad she cut off the finances. This is all about money. 
And also, remember, this is a show, and show needs ratings and show mm-hmm. needs storyline. Like, I think it's a reason Cody has to be the well. He's a common denominator because he's he's the male. He's the bull in the thing. Yeah, the cock. And so he has to be the common denominator. So it's always got to be some drama surrounding him. Man, for all we know, they probably be all kumbaya on a campfire. I think that was happening. Marshmallows. And he probably went talk that. He probably talked them little baby voice like Michael Jackson on the cameras as well. I'll get to that too. So in the confessional, Janelle said that Cody needs to compartmentalize and pay attention to their relationship. Then Janelle drops the bomb. She wants to remain separated. Cody pretends to be shocked and sad. He um thought. Because he said in in the past they separated and he didn't think that they were about their relationship, but her not being able to manage the relationships with his with the sister wives, and he said now he's starting to think he was wrong. Cody then talked about feeling rejected and jealous. Um, Janelle and Christine had a post Christmas and um, spent the remainder of the relationship. I'm sorry, the remainder of the conversation venting about Christine. Mind you, he's supposed to be talking about him and Janelle's relationship. He's talking about Christine. Then see, you sit in these toxic dynamics. You letting one talk bad about the other. You pull nip that in the book. Say that one. She no. He's the one that does it. He initiates that. That's what I'm saying. Him. Yeah. He. He's he's the girl of the group. Yeah. He being the mean girl of the group. I said when you around her, said to her face. He never do that. Stand on that. You sitting there letting them take little pot shots about each other. This is how sad he is, and Caddy is. He didn't tell Christine that he wasn't attracted to her. He told us first through a book and then in a confessional. So she got to watch him say these things. And then he did say it in front of an audience at a, in a, um, you know, when they do their, uh, all, everybody sit on the chair after the yeah. season's over. Got that woman wearing leopard print uh, granny <laughs> pants for nothing. Whole time, you ain't even intrigued. So Janelle's confessional, she said that she's shocked that Cody acts like he didn't know that Christine would leave and how she and how she she would have left him if he said to her he wasn't attracted to her like Chris, he said to Christine. She said, I would have left his ass. I'm like, girl, you should be leaving him for the fact that how he treated your kids. But whatever. He then proceeded um, to talk about the separation. And he said he he won't he won't be mad at Janelle anymore. And um, he said he, he well he it's not he he didn't proceed to talk about separation. He pretty much he conceded to the separation. He was like okay, but I, I moving forward I won't be mad at you. I'll handle things differently. And then Janelle admits that she didn't want to see him again. That was her she, after the argument she didn't want to ever see him again. So, them girls they don't ever want to be lonely. Go get themselves a homeless one of these homeless young bulls. Home, homeless black man. Don't think I do that. Get you a battery boyfriend. Get you a vibrator. Fuck all that. If you don't feel like dating again. So Janelle brings up how she hasn't talked to Savannah in six weeks, how he hasn't talked to Savannah in six weeks. And he just got quiet and put his head down because he was so embarrassed. He then blames it in the confessional about him being kicked out of the house. He said that he's struggling to survive heart heartbreak while they be mean girls. And then Janelle isn't in love with him and probably thinks he's hot. It has a nice has nice packs and the six pack, oh. and that's all she's interested in. And Janelle said that's not even true. He was smiling <laughs> himself. I said, I mean, they think I'm hot. 
Because my pecs, my six pack abs. I'm going to try to find that clip. Yo, <laughs> I said, oh, he woke up and he turned to, he got out the toilet and put his face and smelled his I own said, shit. I had to rewind it like six times. Like, what the fuck did he just say? Yeah. What did, did that, that conversation had nothing to do with what was being discussed. He went from worrying about his appearance and it was, it was just crazy. So Cody makes excuses that he, that she's working in the, that he's working in the evening and hasn't been able to see Savannah. He then blames COVID and Janelle said, it's not COVID, Cody. It's about her boys having to apologize and thinks because of Garrison calling her, I'm calling Robin, he needs to apologize. Of course, Robin, it cuts to Robin's confessional and she lies and said that she never asked for an apology and never knew that he asked for an apology. That's a lie. Because when y'all all sat at the campfire, Robin, he said that he asked for an apology. So you did know. And that she's upset that he did that. No, you're not. Because you don't even like those boys. You've been holding grudges. Janelle said it's about feeling like he's a husband to all and a father to all. He said, I'm not respected by all. And Janelle then asks, do you really want to be a plural husband? Because I cannot tell. Mm-hmm. So then it cuts to... Mary, she admits that she has no reason to be in Flagstaff, finally, and would like to heal her marriage, and all she has is Robin and the kids there. Mary then talks about how unsuccessful other businesses in the family were because no one was in charge, and Robin should have taken charge of my sister-wife's closet. Christine then cuts to that they uh, made decisions by committee, which was better because not one person was in control. and so. I don't know. After flop. Yeah, after it was flop, a flop. Business. You know, the only one who has a successful business is Mary. Mary has the bread and breakfast. Mary and they went, lamb, yeah. And they wouldn't invest in that. So it, it's exclusively owned by Mary. So honestly, it worked out for Mary in the long run that she didn't what she what that wasn't tied to the family because the way he kicked her out, she she took her business and her money with her. So um let's keep going. So Janelle's pushing for answers. In the conversation, it cuts to back to Janelle, and she's pushing for answers from Cody. And Cody said he carried the burden and shrugged it off, and he then said no one picked it up, referring to the family. He said that what Janelle has done, other than live independent from, um, independent from her husband, and has, and just wants his resources. Janelle tries to tell Cody he's not equal in his time. Janelle then told him that he got hyper-focused on the little kids and stopped seeing the other kids. Cody said that he went extreme and said that he should have just asked for a conversation from the boys instead of demanding, um, instead of demanding an apology. And then Cody makes a smug comment that he wishes that everyone valued Ari and Solomon. Janelle stops him in his tracks and said, told Cody he's making assumptions and that's a dangerous statement. And that's why they need a counselor to talk about those kind of statements he's making because he's assuming that he's trying to um create that dynamic because he's always gaslighting and like um pitting the family against each other and so he was trying to say that they don't value robin's kids because the the narrative always been that the family won't accept robin and robin's kids that that's always been the narrative him and Co- him and robin what is you doing to make them accept like you oh yeah what he does is he he, he he um spends more time with them 
gives them all the resources and stops spending time with the other ones. That's what he does. He makes the situation worse. He couldn't have did Mr. Islamic way. He wouldn't have survived. No. He's not a real polygamist, Chris. Like I told you, this guy, his dad decided to become a polygamist after Cody graduated from high school. And Cody followed his dad into it. It wasn't something that he was like born into. He saw this as unlimited pussy because he like he was a he was a womanizer. He was always a woman's faces, and so he like, damn, I found a culture that lets me have all these different wives. Run, run, throw them pancake back girls <laughs> out there in Utah. Them butts flared in the land that he stand on. <laughs> so Cody then said he was gaslit, manipulated, manipulated, and lied to by the family during COVID. Cody then said he um no Chris I'm sorry not Cody uh. Janelle then said um, he showed, no, I'm sorry, I'm tripping on my words. Cody then said he he showed favoritism to all the kids. He then tried to manipulate and tried to say he wants to be around Janelle, and that's not true. Janelle said if he doesn't want to be a father to her children, then it's over. He then said, because he was like implying that, Janelle, I want to be around you. Like he wasn't including the boys in that. He then said to Janelle, I'm sorry. He then said, Janelle is a monogamous because she isn't concerned about what's going on at Robin's home. Cody then brings up plural monogamy because Janelle doesn't want a relationship with Mary or Robin. And Janelle makes it clear that the separation is final and doesn't believe the relationship can be saved. And he was like, what? What What are you saying? Why can't it be saved? Because he, he's used to playing these head games with her and she's like, she's tired of it. Janelle talked about not having an estate. This is when the money conversation came up. She then talked about how her name was like tied with all, the, all these properties with everybody else, but nothing was in her name fully. And then she t- went to her confessional and said that she, she talked about how he moved heaven and earth to get Rob in a house. And she dropped some tea that we didn't know that they lived in that McMansion on a short term lease before they bought it. He then said to Janelle, I'm sorry, he then said that Janelle in his confessional that Janelle is just about money. He then twisted Janelle's words and said, if I'm not of a resource to you, I have no value now. And that's not what she was saying. What she was saying is that she's not protected. You are making sure Robin's protected. You made sure she got property and now it's time for me to build. You're holding it up, and he claims he's not holding it up, but he is because he's he refusing to pay off the properties. He's refusing to put his resources with her resources to pay the property off. But they have since paid off the property. Um, Cody then is back on Christine and Janelle, and Janelle. I'm sorry. Cody then goes back on to Christine, and Janelle cuts him off. Cody is worried that Christine's going to talk about him. And Janelle, in her confessional, thinks Cody needs to move on. Cody then talks about Vegas' good memories, and Janelle said that doesn't excuse what he's done and says she's missed him, his conversation, and says they are best friends and missed him, and he, she missed him in, his, in her bed. Mm-hmm. But isn't being treated well. Yeah, she's horny, though. Horny. Cold. Why are you calling call it big and horny? So Cody in the confessional admits to being surprised um, he didn't reconcile with um, Janelle at the dinner. He thought he could manipulate her, but it didn't work. Janelle admits she's not waiting on Cody. 
Janelle then goes on in the preview, because the episode ends, to say that even if Cody changes, um, she doesn't think it's going to work. It's only going to be for a brief period of time to get what he wants to change. Yeah, exactly. That's what he was trying to do at the end. He's busy playing head games. We should be up there playing with their butts. Good night. So uh, Cody said Janelle doesn't enjoy time with him, but he doesn't want to break up. And then Christine said he just enjoys stringing people along, and he's exhausting. Then Robin keeps trying to string Mary along. And Mary is like, look, Robin, Cody is done with me. And the preview ends with Janelle telling Christine she doesn't want to be with Cody anymore. And Robin begging Mary to stay and figure it out at Flagstaff. But this episode was really good. Like, I mean, there was some throwaway moments where we didn't need it. But Cody, he he put on a performance. He really did yeah. put on a performance because he really had me like. Turn that shit. He he had me like at what? Like when he said the pecs and he was hot. Yeah. I was like, yo, you feeling yourself? He took it somewhere. He took it way too far. But I hope Janelle ultimately does not go back to him. I hope none of the wives go back to him, in particular Mary. I hope she finally moves on. Girl, you need to get penetrated. That man stopped penetrating you 20 years ago, and you haven't been penetrated since. You need to get penetrated. All these women need to get penetrated. The only one that had common sense, Jeanette, was um, not Janelle, uh, Christine. Christine got the fuck up out of there, and she was like, look, I need to get penetrated. And, and Christine found her a man, and she getting penetrated on a regular basis. So anyway, make sure you like, subscribe, make sure you leave five star already, and y'all have a good night. Peace out. Just working for a living is some ho shit. I'm I'm about one early morning and one bad day away from selling fucking pictures of my feet on the goddamn internet.